welcome to Senior Beat. My name is Christine Beatty. I'm the director at the Madison Senior Center, and my co-host looks a little different this month. This is Laura Hunt, and she is our program coordinator at the Senior Center, joining me to um, uh, interview and talk to some really good guests this time around. Our guests are from Project Home, and we're excited that they are here. They're going to tell us about some of the home repair projects that they're involved in. And our guests are Jason Haifman, who is the outreach manager, and Bob Wyro, who is right here. And he is uh, the home repair... Thank you. Coordinator. That's great. So tell us a little bit about uh, Project Home. I've heard of it, and I understand it's been around a long time. We have been around a long time. First of all, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Um, you know, we're kind of this quiet nonprofit that just keeps plugging away in the community. But we've been in Madison and the surrounding uh, Dane County and Greene County working for 46 years. Wow. So we do a lot of work on people's homes with repairs, accessibility modifications, and energy efficiency improvements. Wonderful. And is that mostly older adults that you're doing that work for? or? It's a mixture of people, really. So, you know, we do a lot of our programs uh, are low to moderate income range. So mm -hmm. we do a number of uh, projects for retired people or people on a fixed income. Mm -hmm. But then we have working families, single parent families, people with health issues, disabilities that were set back, okay. all kinds of folks like that. Okay. And you're helping them keep their properties, if mm -hmm. they own it, in good repair or helping it to make it more accessible, I assume? That's, that's the goal. The goal is to keep people in their homes. Um, allow them to stay there, allow it to be a comfortable place that, that feels like home. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we were talking a little bit about universal design, which is your area, and uh, um, I'm really in love with universal design. It's really important not only for people who actually need it, but it's a safety feature for everybody. I'm not sure everyone knows what universal design is, actually. Yeah. Do you want to help us out with that? Sure. So uh, universal design is a worldwide movement that's uh, based on um, that the, product, the, the home should be uh, usable and accessible for everybody. Nice. Um, you know, a step at the front door is, uh, is a hurdle for a stroller the same way it is for a wheelchair. Yeah. So, um, you know, making the, making the home more accessible for everyone um, it, it is good design and uh, makes the home safer and, and more usable for everyone. And I bet in this day and age, as we get into this increase in baby boomers, that it's a selling feature in some in some way, shape, or form. Um, Absolutely. You, yes. Yes. So if you make uh, you make the improvements to uh, make your home safer and usable for you and, and, and your guests, you know, the, everyone who stays there or visits um, is. Uh, you know, it, it's a benefit for everyone down the line. Yeah, too. absolutely. What are some of the more common adaptations you do for people when you go out? So we do a lot of grab bars and showers. That's a really common mm -hmm. theme. Uh, handrails on stairs, um, as well as you know, changing the changing from a round knob to a to lever. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. For um, like arthritis, you sure. should really hold to try to do a doorknob can be terrible sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh -huh. As well as doing some things, you know, if, if someone has limited mobility, um, being able to put pull-out shelves in a, in a cupboard, for instance, um, oh, just makes it idea. a lot more accessible. Yeah. So. Wonderful. Um, how do we get in touch with you guys? So you can reach us at our, our phone number, 246-3737. Right. Uh, also, we're on the web at projecthomewi.org. 
Wisconsin so, WI. Yes, so WI.org. There are other project homes across the country we're not affiliated with, but they okay. have the same name. Okay. Um, someone else beat us to the projecthome.org website address. So we're projecthomewi.org. Okay. Uh, otherwise, you might be talking to someone in Pennsylvania or Virginia, okay. perhaps. So. We want to go local. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. One, one other thing I wanted to mention about sure. that I thought was great that Bob pointed out about universal design was the uh, height of outlets. Oh, for um, heaven's sakes! Yeah. Sure. Why don't you explain about that really quick? Yeah. So if we, you know, a lot of the base, a lot of the uh, outlets are really low on the wall, and if we raise them up to 18 or 24 inches, um, you know, we as adults don't have to bend over. You know, as ambulatory adults don't have to bend over as far, but uh, small children visiting don't have. You know, it's a little bit higher. They're less likely to stick things in them, also. And yeah. Um, if you are in a wheelchair or, or you know something like that, they're they're much more convenient. You know, I. W- I would not have thought of that. I know. I was thinking the same thing, but I'm, I'm kind of picturing myself almost standing on my head, leaning behind a dresser, trying to plug trying something to in. Plug something and in. how much yeah. easier that would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful idea. Um, so um, you said you mentioned the website, but you've got a brochure there. And so is information, could someone could call you and find out more about what your agency does, sure. for example? Um, say the number one more time, would you please? So 608-246-3737. Okay. And then let's just hold up that brochure, sure. which is just something simple that maybe you could get mailed to you if you ask for it or something. That's Excellent. Something. Now, you work sometimes with volunteers and have big projects that volunteers can do. But right now, um, you could expect that a professional person would come to your house. And you were mentioning that they're trained in a lot of different ways. Sure. All of our employees are long-term employees. I think I'm the newest hire at six years. We, one of our technicians is, uh, has been with us for 32, 33 years, something wow. like that. Uh, so all of our employees are long-term employees. They're all licensed with the state mm-hmm. um, and, and for uh, lead and asbestos. So, right. um, and they're, they're, you know, they're uh, really conscientious and they're good and people. They are. Absolutely. And you recognize them, right? They're always driving the white vans. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's something yep. that you can recognize as it pulls up in front of the house. Absolutely. Right. right. Well, and when you're inviting someone to come into your home, you want to make yeah. sure that you feel comfortable with the agency and also the people. That's really sure. important, especially when you live alone. Exactly. I, I think that would be key. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have office hours that you keep? Or, do you, I mean, when can you come to their home and how does that work? So we have, uh, I mean, our office hours are 8 to 4.30, okay. uh, Monday through Friday, and mm-hmm. then people can obviously leave messages outside of that or send emails. Um, and our staff works in people's homes around the same hours for the most part. Okay. Um, so we're not out trying to schedule to get at your house at 6 o'clock, unless you, for a special request or okay. something. Um, okay. And we're not going to stay till 7 in the evening unless, again, there's right. a certain situation. Okay. So we try to respect that, too. Um, is there a limit to what you can do in a house or can you just do whatever it is needed? Say if somebody is now going from ambulatory to a wheelchair. Situation's changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are a number of programs that we uh, do for the city. Okay. Um, we have a minor home repair program, which is a, which is a great program um, that uh, you, you essentially get, uh, you, you pay the cost of materials and um, you get a subsidized labor rate. You pay $15 an hour. Um, oh, that's a, very inexpensive, isn't mm-hmm. it? Is that right. for the low and moderate income? Yes, okay. yes. And then uh, so that's, that's, uh, there's, a, there's a limit to uh, how much we can do at that price. Okay. Um, and then there's also uh, 
there's a deferred payment loan that we are involved, the city does, yep. and then we, uh, we've we done quite a few of them in partnership with the city. Right. Uh, we actually do the work, and the city uh, takes care of all of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other the other option is uh, people can pay to hire us just like a regular general contractor would be. Oh, okay. And that's without the income limitations. Right. If they if they don't fit within the income profile, you know, the below to moderate income, mm -hmm. um, then they can hire us um, just to take advantage of our our expertise and. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not only modification, but it's repairs. Absolutely. Okay. And remodeling or. To some extent, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, through, so some of the the government programs Bob's referencing, um, remodeling isn't as much of within the guidelines of what we can do there. Mm -hmm. um, but for our social enterprise, which which people can hire us for, that opens it up to remodeling work too. Okay, yeah. good. And so people would be able to talk with you or have somebody come out and assess it, mm -hmm. just like you would with a general contractor, see if, you know, the work is appropriate. Sure. And what is the, when you say low to middle income, what do you mean? What's that amount? And it's interesting because I think there's a lot of people in the community that don't even realize they would qualify for some of those assistance programs. Yeah. I mean, for a single homeowner, uh, the income limit is $46,000. So okay. quite a few people fall into that category. Yes. And then based on the number of people in the household, that ratchets up. Uh, the, the income limit there. So yeah, that's a lot higher than I would have expected. Right. Yeah. A lot of people see that. And so that's one of our challenges with us not necessarily having the ability to, to market and put that information out all the time is getting people to recognize that there's a lot of people in the community that could benefit from that. Do you mm -hmm. find that, especially with um, seniors, that people are hesitant to ask for that assistance and that take the help? We hear a lot of those stories too, and always people thinking, well, someone else needs it more. Um, you know, that type of mindset. I'll and do I, without right, it. Right, I can keep going the way I'm going. No, we want to make your house comfortable. And the programs are there. Right. They're there to serve you, and that's what we're all about. Good. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's quite a great message for people in our audience to hear mm -hmm. that this is available. Now, can you do stuff in the winter, or do, is there a rush now to get it all done? I mean, it's sort of like construction season or something? There are, um, you know, obviously we can't paint in the wintertime, so mm -hmm. there are a few things that we can't do during the wintertime, but we do work year-round. Yeah. Um, we replace windows year-round. We, you know, do, okay. do some repairs. Up, you know, obviously there are some things that we... Living in Wisconsin, we can't do. But, okay. Uh, but but year-round, we can expect that your mm -hmm. people will show up and help us. Absolutely. Okay. Um, is there a story that you like to tell about how you changed somebody's life with some of the work that you've done? I would imagine that there is that that there is someone that you remember working with. Um, you know, we do a lot of uh, we do a lot of ramps and things like that 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 do allow people to stay in their homes so yeah. that uh, I guess you know we want we want to be able to have people stay in their home uh, be able to keep their home in in good repair um, you know that that adage of stitching time saves nine if we can address it you know yeah. a, a water leak or a um, you know window that's starting to de 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 deteriorate mm -hmm. um, yeah you know at, it's a very inexpensive fix in the beginning but if we let it go for a couple of years right. And uh, kick it down the road, then it becomes this huge, 
So the so. the best advice is, you know, take care of the minor repairs now so that you don't have a bigger problem later on down the road. And especially with the support you're talking about, the financial support. financial support. Because everybody is so scared when they talk about any kind of repair mm -hmm. or remodeling. There's the worry of how much is this going to cost me and how much can I afford out of my monthly budget to be able to do it. Especially on a fixed income. Is it mostly just the structural things that you work with or can you help people at all with their yards? Um, primarily we're dealing with the structure, the structure itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. we have, I mean, it's kind of interesting because we, we use home repairs, but there's a lot that goes into that. So to kind of give you some points, we do a lot of window and door replacements. We do flooring repairs, we do the modifications, ramps, decks. Um, we do electrical upgrades through a, con a subcontractor, the subcontractor that works with us. We have plumbing repairs, water heater installations. We're doing a lot of those, oh. things like that. Um, you know, toilet replacements. We've got a new program with the city of Madison, our new where we're installing high-efficiency toilets uh, for homeowners in Madison. Saves too. water. Saves water, you bet. Well, actually, uh, if, the pro if the customer works with us, they're getting that toilet completely free. Wow. Yeah. wow. Because it's a water oh, conservation this is, this really, it, We need to call you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we need to get the word out. We, yeah. And then uh, actually a lot of uh, the toilets that we are replacing, we're, we're putting that comfort hydro, that ADA. Oh, I like that. So it's, oh, it's, I uh, like that you know, very Not only much. are they saving water, they're getting a much more comfortable. Much more comfortable mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. height for that equipment. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and um, I think this is great news. To really good news, share. especially for our seniors yeah. that are out there watching yeah. right now. So, um, this is Project Home. This is Jason, and this is Bob, and they are here to help you. So, please, give us the number one more time. 246-3737. Excellent. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for being with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks you bet. All right. We'll be right back with more of Senior Beat. Welcome back to Senior Beat. Uh, Laura and I are happy to introduce another city employee um, who is Mary Fondrick. Fondrick? Fondrick. Community Engagement Librarian. It's such a good title, isn't it's it? It's a very good title. Yes. And she's here to talk about the wonderful library. We are so blessed in Madison. That public library, and especially the central library downstairs, which has been remodeled, is gorgeous. 
It is. I was, um, I was just saying to Mary that I was not a fan of the remodel, but I've been proven wrong. <laughs> it is a gorgeous library. We're and always happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the children's area is wonderful, bright little cubby holes and fun things for kids. Things to do and they don't have to be quiet. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the great things about the redesign of the library is they intentionally made, designed it in such a way that it gets quieter as you go up the building so there's children's level is in the basement kids can be almost as loud as they want down there without bothering people and as you moved up the library it gets progressively quieter our first floor space it's fine to have a conversation like this take your phone call no one's going to shush you like Uh we used to but as you move up towards the second floor the research floor and the quiet reading area we maintain a quieter more traditional library setting so we're able to please Everyone who comes in the building, those who want to come and have some social time and play time and those who really want to get some work done, read a book. Well, I like the idea that you can um, um, arrange to have a little room even where you can have a committee meeting or you can have a study group or a book club or definitely. And then the media rooms, isn't there like a media lab where you can go in and actually use equipment? There is. That's exactly right. One of the great parts about the redesign was getting feedback from folks in the community and finding out what do you want to see in your new central library. And overwhelmingly people said we want space to have meetings, to have study groups, to have book groups. So we have these smaller meeting rooms that you can reserve. We call them study rooms. But then we also have the Media Lab, which is this beautiful space with all this great technology where you can go and learn from an expert how to do anything from Photoshop to recording an album. So you can really learn a lot while you're at the library. Well, is it true that I could learn how to make a YouTube video and yeah, download it? Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely true. Between the Media Lab, where you can learn all sorts of technology projects, and then our bubbler space, where you can learn some more hands-on art projects, we have a lot of options out there for folks of all age ranges. And you can eat. You can eat. As long as you're not on one of the computers, you are welcome to eat and drink. Oh, water. Can you go back and tell us more what the bubbler room is? That sounds like a water fountain to me. <laughs> it does. The bubbler is both an idea and a physical space. So the bubbler is a program at Madison Public Library where you learn, share, and create in a hands-on environment. And that includes any sort of program that's at one of the neighborhood libraries or at the central library. But it's also a physical space at the library. If you come in the Mifflin Street entrance of the library, and walk right in the ground floor, you'll go to this room that's called the Bubbler Room, and it's this really cool space where there's all sorts of great projects happening all the time. We host a artist-in-residence in two-month shifts, so right now our August and September artist-in-residence, her name is Jennifer Bastian. She's a very talented artist and photographer, so she's in the Bubbler space letting people come in and learn a new project. She's focusing on her theme for her artist in residency is what is the matter. And the idea behind that is she wants people to come in, talk about problems, but then brainstorm solutions. So she's created this really beautiful, cozy, domestic space 
in that bubbler room. She serves tea. You can come in on Tuesday evenings. Um, she's taking appointments throughout the months of August and September. You can come in and talk about a problem and problem solving as a group. And then she's also doing Wednesday evenings at open studio. So if you have some idea you've been kicking around that you want to work on some sort of project, come on down on Wednesday evening, have tea, work on your project, learn a new skill. It's pretty great. Does it need to be... Um Related to photography, since no. that's what she, you said she's a photographer? No, she is multi-talented. We are using her photography skills for a project that I'll tell you about. But she is also there for anything. And the bubbler has a stock, a closet stocked with all sorts of, of goodies. So you can come in and work on whatever it is you want to work on. It doesn't have to just be limited to photography. And she can be sort of a mentor exactly. or a consultant exactly. or give you some maybe some different ideas or interesting ideas to enhance whatever it is That's you're exactly on. right. Neat. The bubbler. The bubbler. <laughs> you're only a block away. Come on down. I have been in the bubbler and it was a part of a meeting and the person who was there got us involved in an, an activity that mm -hmm. got us all talking and laughing and it's great fun. fun. Yeah. That's great. Um, the project has to do with the Madison Senior Center as well. It and does. Laura and you have been working on that with our intergenerational coordinator, uh, Lori Bibo. So mm -hmm. um, take it away, Laura. Tell us about this project. Well, we are working with the library on an intergenerational photo and story project, so we're pretty excited about that. And the artist in residence, Jennifer, is going to be taking pictures of um, or mixed generations of families, so there has to be at least one person age 55 in the photo, right? That's correct. That's the and only, limit for, only limit for the photo is at least one person needs to be an older adult or a senior, mm -hmm. 55 plus, but otherwise there are no rules. And does there need to be two people, right, so that there is a second generation Correct. in the picture? Exactly, because we, what we're really trying to get at is the bonds across generations and the stories of these relationships. So it can be two people in the photo. It can be a whole group of people. They can be related. They don't have to be related. It can be serious. It can be funny. <laughs> you can have props. You can have costumes. We're really not limited you in any way except for you have to have at least two people in the photo okay and one of those has to be 55 or older so but otherwise yeah. all bets are off if you're not feeling like you're a very creative person will somebody help you figure out how to pose what, that's to, what why, to do exactly that's why we have Jenny there okay. Jenny is a photographer she has her own business she does wedding photography. She's very talented. And so she really knows how to work with people and help them figure out how they want to pose, for example, mm -hmm. and if they want to have it be kind of fun and playful or if they rather just come and have a nice, you know, thoughtful photo. So that's why she'll be there. She'll be there on um, Thursday, September 28th, between the hours of 4 and 8 p.m. And we are encouraging people to actually sign up to come in and have their photo taken by calling the Senior Center. If you don't yes. sign up, you can still have your photo taken, but you're guaranteed a slot if you actually do sign up. Sure. And that number is 266-6581. And if you call that number, we will make an appointment for you. Yeah, nice. That's great. And um, you, 
What's going to happen with the photos? That's a great question. So you won't just come and have your photo taken. After your photo is taken, if you choose to, you also can talk with a local author. Her name is Pam Olson. She's an author, and she's a licensed clinical social worker, and she's going to be there collecting the stories behind the photos. This is completely optional, but the idea is, in addition to your photo being taken, you can give a little two- or three-sentence blurb about what the relationship is how meaningful the person in the photo is with, that you're taking the photo with. So she'll collect those stories, and then throughout the month of December at both the Senior Center and at the Central Library, we'll be displaying the stories and the accompanying, or the photos and the accompanying stories. And an extra bonus that we just found out about is we have the funds to provide everyone who has their photo taken with a copy of the photo. So not only will they get to see their photo up at the Library and Senior Center, but they'll get to have one of the photos as well. What a treasure that would be for a grandparent. Um, You know, I could could think about having multiple generations. just a point in time when you're all having fun together and have a picture of that? That would be very special. Exactly. I think it would be. That's, I, what oh. that's what we're hoping for, and we're hoping people will look at this as an opportunity to have a professional take your exactly. photo and get a copy of it. Wow. How great is that? For free. Yeah. So if, if, I, I would think that if the pictures turn out as nice as we think they're going to, people might want to order additional copies. Do you know if that is going to be a possibility? I think that will be a possibility. We're working with a vendor, and I'm sure we'll find out a way that that, that would be a possibility. Yeah. So let's yeah. say maybe we can only give you one or two copies, right. but if you wanted additional, I'm sure we could make that. But I, I like the way that we have two really um, professional people involved in mm-hmm. helping you know, shape the story um, and then to do the posing and to, to get the actual photograph. Exactly. I don't think you can get that anyplace else. No. Not that I know of. We, we were looking around, Lori and I were looking around for other folks who have done something like this, and it doesn't seem like it's, it's very prevalent. So well, as like usual, the Central Library and the Madison <laughs> Senior Center are on the cutting edge. <laughs> we are trendsetters. <laughs> What a great opportunity. So it's called a senior center. Called Get senior your appointments for September 28th. At 266-6581. Wow. What and an opportunity. And will be taking place on the third floor, which is really lovely looking out towards the Capitol. So we suspect it will be a really nice view. So then you have a part of the photo could be a place setting. I mean, I mean it gives you a place that you were at that moment in time. You were in Madison, Wisconsin. That's right. Wonderful. I love that. Um, What else do we need to talk about? Well, I wanted to ask a little bit more about the exhibit and when people can come see it and how, just a little bit more about that. Sure, sure. We're still working out the details. Um, We know that the photos will be on display at both locations for the month of December. December, okay. But what we have not settled yet on is when we're actually going to have a um, reception, a kickoff reception. So that is um, to be determined yet, but it will likely be sometime in early December before the holidays. We'd like to have something in early December. We're just working out schedules between the two locations. Sure. But the months of December, Senior Center and the Central Library, all of the photos will be on exhibit with the stories. Oh, I love it. I and we're located wonderful. very close to each other. We're only a half a block apart, so you can easily 
go from one to the other and see all of the photos. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was our, our thought was we're so close to each other and it's been so, so fun collaborating yep. with you folks right down the street. So yep. why not take it one step further and actually right. have an exhibit that's at both places. That's right. We've been doing um, also the author series with Correct. the Central Library, switching mm-hmm. the locations back mm-hmm. and forth, but that's a great program that's too. That's been really, really fun. It's called Meet the Author and this is traditionally was always hosted at the Senior Center, typically the second Tuesday of the month, Mm -hmm. brown bag session from noon to 1 p.m. But what we started to do is alternate and occasionally have some of the authors at the Central Library. Sure. Same time period, just one block away. We've both been promoting it, and it seems like we're getting even more people to come out. And it's all these great local authors who are there to tell you about their book and time for questions. Well, in September, too, we have two authors of the month. We do, yes. (laughs) There were just too many options. We decided let's just have two. Two. <laughs> right. Go ahead. And the first exactly. one is the uh, Madison Support Laureate, Oscar Morales. Correct. Oh. Big time. Big, so yep. we're yeah. really very, very fortunate to have him there. Definitely. Yeah. And so that's another case where we can call the Senior Center to get the yes. dates and times. Two six 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 five eight one. Correct. And um, and also uh, online, Madison Senior Center dot. Org. <laughs> and likewise, madisonpubliclibrary.org. Yep. Absolutely. And you can click on events and classes, filter by location to see what classes and events are happening. Including what what a vibrant and wonderful city we live in, we Mary. We are very fortunate. And the Senior Center do it. Absolutely. Uh, downtown Madison. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Great. We'll see you next month at Senior Beat.